Hey boys and girls, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. Tonight's episode of Revenge of the World Podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. LoneStarButtons.com is your one-stop shop for high-quality, low-cost fucking buttons. Are you an artist? Do you have a business? Do you want to market something? Do you want to market yourself? Fucking do the work and get yourself some fucking buttons. It's not that hard. You send Adam Stimpy Jones a design at info at LoneStarButtons.com. You send him some money, tell him what you want. That motherfucker's gonna make that shit. It's as simple as that. The guy you're talking to is Adam Stimpy Jones, and you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you, and you want to suck in his hairy tits. LoneStarButtons.com offers your custom design in multiple sizes and shapes at a reasonable cost. He's pushing 20 years experience, and all this stuff is made in the US of A. Get into it. The guy's a good guy, even by my standards, and that should mean a lot. I'm your old pal Gorag, and I wouldn't steer you wrong. Take two! Hey, everybody! It's your old pal Gabe Dieter. Whoa, that's not the right way to start the show out. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World podcast, episode forty-four. I am your host. What's my name again? Gabe Dieter. Oh, that's right, Gabe Dieter. Uh, and I'm here with Brennan, the allergen clinic. <laughs> Perch, nah, I don't know. We, we kind of lost your nickname after you pulled your ring back out. Yeah, I guess we did, didn't we? <laughs> mm. Brennan the Bruiser Birch. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. We'll think of something. Well, you guys will. I, I, I can't really participate in that, otherwise it's weird. Oh yeah, you can't give you yourself can't, a yeah. nickname. We'll uh, yeah. we'll figure it out. And you wind up at like Sting or something. Yeah, uh-oh, I'm getting a phone call. Maybe we should patch this through, huh? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Hello, you're on the Revenge of the World podcast with Gabe Dieter. America, you answer. You're really in the middle of a podcast? Yep. What's going on? Uh, I was just going to ask you real quick if you need um, some love advice. Ch- yeah, that's what I need right now. When you get a chance, can you look to see if you got Sit that on your other gym? hand and wait for it to go numb. <laughs> No, when you get a chance later on tonight, can you check to see if you have that copy that Jeff gave us of uh, Straight Outta Compton? Who? I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I remember I made you take it, and I said, dude. I don't I don't crazy. have anything like that. I don't do uh, free movies. You took I forced you. Oh, yeah, Gunpoint. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> and if you can, just take it tomorrow. It's probably a two-gig one, because the one I have is four. This is riveting conversation. Uh, <laughs> All right. Continue I'll do that. on with your uh, podcast. I'll All right. talk to you tomorrow. Later. <laughs> that was Hector Manfungus Toscano. <laughs> Manfungus. You won't be able to, to find him anywhere on the internet because he goes by 
an alias, but his alias isn't words. It's just another name. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> he's a he's a really evil genius. Yeah. Uh so, so like he got in early enough to where he doesn't have any record or right. he just start- yeah he's, wow he's had a fake name on the internet that's kind since dude like the nineties why haven't you had him on here that's great like that know. that's that's worthy of you can make up an hour of conversation with that alone did you just listen to what <laughs> went on over the phone <laughs> that's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> so what's up with you dude what's up with me uh nothing nothing man I I I I, I just all I've been doing is going to work. That sucks. It sucks. Like I'm just, I'm just like in that grind, you know, like where you're just like all you do is you get up, go to work, go home, hang out for a little while, go to sleep. Yep. You know, occasionally eat and bathe. That's pretty much it. Like it sucks. <laughs> occasionally bathe. Yeah, occationally. Occasionally I mean. eat. Yeah. Uh, I've been kind of doing the same routine, but uh, I've been watching a lot of Kirby Enthusiasm with Jess. <sighs> She's never seen it before. I hate Larry David. Oh man, I he's hate so him. fucking funny. I hate him so bad. <laughs> I it seems like either people love that show or they hate that guy. Well, I mean, I, like I've given the show a chance. Like, I mean, I, I I tried to watch maybe like the first or second season. I don't know. I had HBO at one point. And I tried to watch it. and I just didn't like it. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, I mean, and stuff like that. I like that uncomfortable, irritating kind of comedy too. Mm-hmm. Like, so I should like it. But I mean, I just on sight, I just want to punch him. <laughs> He's not a very likable person. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I get that he's supposed to be that, you know, right. and and I totally get all the jokes and I understand it, but I just hate <laughs> you can't him. Can't get past his personality. Uh, yeah, like, that's. There's not a lot of people that I would just like hit in person. <laughs> you would hit an old Jewish man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Any old he's Jewish like, man. He's like 69 years old. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably just crumble into dust, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. Oh, he that's... would just cry. Man, I'm gonna bleed. I'm gonna dream about that tonight. <laughs> Speaking of dreams, uh, okay, so I've been at a creative standstill. Like, uh-huh. I put everything on hold pretty much for a few months now. Yeah. I have not drawn. Wow. I have just been doing really either nothing or the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, but the one thing that I have been doing is, you know, a few nights a week, mm-hmm. right before I go to sleep. I'll have an idea and I write it down right. on my phone. Okay. And I went back yesterday and, you know, I thought I'd have like maybe 10 things to read. I have like 50 ideas. That That's lined how it happens. Up. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And some of them, you know, some of them are not that good. Well, of course but, not. Uh, it's 50 ideas. They're not all going to be gold. Right. You know? Right. Um, but I, I think now that I have uh 50 ideas down i'm gonna have like a creative mm-hmm. resurgence yeah. of of just you know cartoons and stuff that i can work off of that stuff well, i mean that, that's kind of how it happens i mean everybody has a different process some people just are able to come up with it all at once and you know some people they take the breaks and then they just kind of come up with ideas and just generate for a little while and i think that's a really good thing to do have you seen my shit book i mean that that book that i used to write write down ideas i've seen it before yeah but not uh, recently well, I mean, I, I don't use that anymore because... Yeah. Oh, there it is right there. Oh. Um, <laughs> My phone's on it. Because uh, I have ideas and I don't have the book around, you know? Yeah. But I always have my fucking phone. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, it's a note and I, it comes with a, a, a digital pencil. <laughs> yeah. 
aka a stylist and uh i don't know right before i go to sleep uh i don't know i don't know what it is but uh must be like being completely mentally relaxed yeah it's probably just like your brain slowing down and just kind of like you know zeroing in a little bit yeah i mean like whatever it's 50 fart jokes basically but some of them are weird ideas you know that i don't think i would have thought of during the day right well like i kind of had a similar thing uh Whenever I was, you know, working for the post office, you know, that's such a mundane job. It's like one of the most, it's like being a librarian that has to like run, you know, yeah. it sucks. So <laughs> long distance. Yeah, librarian. Yes, yeah. You're like a long distance librarian. That's a great way to put it. Uh, but in doing that, you know, you just kind of get zeroed out, you space out and I would just come up with crazy stuff all the time. And mm-hmm. I just had notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of just like every like retarded thing that I thought that day. Mm. And I still have a lot of them, but like, there's just hundreds of ideas there. Dude, what are, you, are you sitting on them or are uh, they slowly like leaking out? I mean, yeah, for the most part, I'm sitting on them. I'm not even using them. I completely just disregard those books and it's stupid. Like, I mean, same thing with my sketchbooks. I have, you know, I have every sketchbook pretty much that I've done since I was 15 years old still. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got rid of some whenever I moved that were just like garbage, but I, I have like just mountains and mountains and mountains of things that I could be producing that I just <laughs> am not. Well, you do have a zine called White Crypt. That I you do. Could, you could fill the pages with that. That stuff. is true. Uh, I don't know. I think that might just be like a one-off because I don't really like the title. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I don't really feel comfortable sticking with any title. I don't think. <laughs> that's hmm. that's something I've kind of come to realize about myself. Don't stay in one place for too long. <laughs> <laughs> You're a vagabond. Yeah. An artistic vagabond. <laughs> uh. Uh. Like, actually, I was thinking about that on the way over here. Like, I've learned, like, pretty large sections of programming languages just because I wanted... I got this dumb idea that I wanted to make a video game one time, mm-hmm. and I made a level, I proved to myself I could do it, and then just brain dumped all of that knowledge. <laughs> Never used it again. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to podcasts, I can make a podcast. Uh, that You know, I was... You know was, what? You can. You just made... 43 of them. <laughs> 44 after well, 44 this after one, this one, yeah. my computer doesn't crash. Yeah, uh, yeah I was I was, uh, I was, was thinking about that. I was like, what is it called? An ex- existential dilemma? Yeah. Existential? Yeah. I don't know what that, what existential actually well, means. Well, it's just, you know, it's about existence. <laughs> oh, gotcha. You know, the, the theory, the concepts behind existence. Well, I, I wrote down, like, uh... What is it all for? Where is failure if there's no goal of success? Like, there's no success benchmark. Right. You know? I'm just doing uh, the podcast and artwork and mm-hmm. all these things just to do them. You know? I don't know. Do Like, do you get pleasure out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, that I think that that pleasure and that pursuit of making things that, you know, are interesting and beautiful, it gives your life meaning. Take your hat off. You might be clean on. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I think that that's why people make things. It's like, you know, you have ideas, you have things in your head and you want to share them with people and you do. And, you know, in getting that feedback from other people and, you know, just in the process of making the thing, you know, it gives that thing meaning and it makes it important. Mm. And I think that, you know, you've made tons and tons of drawings and paintings and you made a bunch of podcasts and, you know, all those are meaningful to somebody in some way, even if it's just yourself. Mm, that's you know? true. Well, I hope the uh, 20-something people listening to this <laughs> take heed. Well, hey, I mean, yeah. There's a reason you're listening to this. It's because uh, I decided to do it, I guess. I and, know. you know, they like it. Or maybe they're just curious. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just like satisfied some novelty and, you know, even if it's just like 20 minutes of their life or whatever, even if they don't like it, you satisfied their curiosity and that's, that stimulated them in some way and, and might've influenced them in some way. You don't know, hmm. you know, and I think that that's valuable. I spent a lot of time thinking about this kind of stuff. It seems like <laughs> you, you have your thoughts pretty well, uh. Well, I mean, straight into the point. I feel like the last 10 years of my life, I've kind of been going through this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it's been a lot of really, you know, it's been some ups and downs, like some real low downs, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've you, been there. Yeah, I've been there to, to witness them. They're, yeah, exactly. They're not pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty bad. It can be horrible. You know, I mean, I've had some really dark points in my life. But, you know, I think that in, you know, keeping on and just trying to do something, mm-hmm. you know, I've kind of managed to somewhat find some sort of meaning or solace and i think that's a good thing yeah i don't know i'm just rambling now (laughs) i had a lot of coffee i think you're all right uh yeah i'm just doing it doing it for love of the game hey uh that's enough i was thinking um like since i've taken this uh kind of like creative pause Mm -hmm. not well no i'm not i mean i'm being creative with the podcast but uh, as far as drawing and painting and cartooning and yeah. stuff, uh, it reminded me of the time when, remember when you moved back to Houston and you were, you were living at that house with us? Yeah. Uh, it, it reminded me of that back then when I was, I think it was right after you moved out of that house. I was smoking weed like every day. Yeah. Um, that, that happened that, while that's, you were there. That, that kind of started creeping in like as we were starting to move out. Well, I was smoking weed every day, which isn't a bad thing. You know, people people do it. Um, I did it for creative reasons and maybe for a few more other than that. Uh, but after I kind of quit smoking weed, my brain was still in that creative pattern. Mm-hmm. There was a pattern to it. Yeah. You know, I would I would come home get my shit done, smoke a bowl or a joint, uh, and then get to drawing. Mm-hmm. And after I, after I quit, which was probably when I moved to your house, yeah, uh, I would just come home, get my shit done, and start drawing. Yeah. <laughs> without smoking the weed. And for some reason, n- creatively, nothing lost a step. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it's just like training your brain in a lot of ways because... You know, people aren't used to kind of like, because, you know, there, there's like, you know, I mean, there's science behind this, I'm sure. I've, I've read things, but I don't remember them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just kind of talking on my ass here. But there's no fact checking. So go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. One, one of the, the illustrious 20, you know, that might be the meaning that they find in this podcast is fact checking my stupidity. Oh, okay. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, like, I, you know, there's, it's been proven that, you know, you can kind of like get into like certain brain states whenever, mm-hmm. you know, you're under the influence of various substances. Mm-hmm. And I think that just getting into the pattern of just like going through your day and experiencing things do, and doing things certain ways, you know, your brain just gets into patterns sometimes. That's like the same same way that like mental illness works, the same way that anxiety works. You know, you just get into these patterns and mm-hmm. you just kind of hook into it and you just move into it and there you are, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. I think that you had kind of a positive loop going on where you were just, you know, getting it's in there. like and, a... I guess just sitting down at the table was a familiar pattern. Yeah. Where it's I like could... your brain just prepared to do that. Yeah, yeah. And you were used to doing it. It's you know, it's just like working on a muscle. It's like stretching, you know. It uh I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. Uh I've always envied people that could get high and do stuff. Like art with art art and music and stuff like that. Really? I could never do that. Like whenever I would smoke, I I, lo- I lose my, you know, motor skills. Mm-hmm. Like my hands don't work. My my brain works great, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I could probably write really well if I were to smoke, honestly. But, you know, I just I just never could work the way a lot of people do. Like, I remember, you know, like art nights with like you and Renee and stuff. Some Like sometimes you guys would smoke and I would smoke. Like you would get stuff done. You know, both of you would. And it mm-hmm. would be like really cool, different stuff. And I'm just like sitting here, uh, you know, like <laughs> yeah. stuck. You probably needed an indica at that point. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy thinking back on just uh, since I'm I ha- I've taken the break mm-hmm. and I'm excited to get started again. Yeah. Who knows? I might fucking fall on my face, but I don't think so. I, I think I'm gonna be okay, yeah. and uh, I'm just excited to come off of like a layoff where mm-hmm. when I stopped drawing, I had no ideas. That's, that was my main problem. Right. I, you know, my skill level is, has not changed. Yeah. Uh, but I, I ran out of creative things to do mm-hmm. and, uh, now I just have tons of creative stuff to do and we're going to check the skill level <laughs> whenever I get back to it, I guess. I don't know. I think a lot of that, you know, like the same way that your brain would fall into those patterns where you could just do things. I think your hands will do the same thing. You know, yeah. within a matter of weeks, you'll be back where you were. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that's one thing that, like, I've always kind of noticed about myself anyway, is that, you know, whenever I do fall off and take a break for a little while, after about a week or two and I kind of knock the rust off a little bit, I'm pretty much right back where I was and haven't really lost any ground. Hmm. You know, I, I think you'll probably do the same. Well, we'll see. I mean, the listeners can stay tuned to my Instagram because I'll probably be posting everything there. Yeah. Uh, in front of you, you can see I have some new action figures. <laughs> and I guess you do, yeah. I, I'm probably going to hate myself for doing this, but I think I'm going to start doing toy reviews on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah? Start a toy review channel. Yeah. Isn't like Eric doing this now? Look like at this Transformers? Eric is doing... Uh, he just started... Uh, I think he's still editing his mm-hmm. first video but uh i love these things so much uh i think artistically i have a big appreciation for the masters of the universe classics line of toys by mattel <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> i think uh i think i'm gonna give it a shot i mean i i have no i mean talking on a podcast that is you know public speaking in a way and right. i think i can talk to a viewer if they're interested in this kind of stuff and and connect with them because i mean i think when you when you talk about something with any kind of passion right to another person with who feels passionate about it right they're gonna connect with it you know yeah so i think i'm gonna give it a shot it's a good idea it. fuck it don't read the comments <laughs> don't read the comments god damn that's gonna be Probably yeah. the biggest struggle because YouTube is yeah. a very, very <laughs> angry place. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> uh, I'm not that cynical about it. I'll probably share it on Reddit and 4chan. And don't share it on 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> you think YouTube's bad? <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, that's thanks. I, I didn't even think of the, about that this whole time. Uh, Sorry, I probably just blew it for you <laughs> speaking of blowing it uh i was laughing to myself uh today because i don't remember why um i remember it was a few years ago i was at ikea and uh uh you've seen the green mile right yes okay so i hope everybody has but uh 
I was at Ikea, and in front of me there was this uh, lady and her kids. You know, one of them was young, and uh, one of them one, one of them was young enough to be in the basket. Mm. The other was old enough to push the basket. And this lady was telling her kids, don't you move from this spot or you're going to be in big trouble. She was serious. Like, right. Do not move from this spot or you will be in trouble. Right. And she walks away. Me being the sick fuck that I am. <laughs> oh, God. I fucking did a U-turn around these kids and just crop dusted the <laughs> shit out of them. <laughs> and, uh... I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I don't know what I, I don't know what I had for breakfast. It was probably eggs. Uh, but I was, I was laughing in my inside my head maniacally and just repeating the phrase, "He killed them with their love." <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, they were stuck together to go through it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Any anything going on this week for you? Anything going on this week for me? Uh gosh, not really, man. <laughs> it really isn't. How much how much caffeine do you consume every day? Actually I've cut way back. Really? Yeah, to virtually none. Wow. I have like a cup of coffee in the morning and then that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. Used to be a lot more, but then, you know. Your Route 44 Dr. Pepper days yeah. are over. Yeah, yeah, I've cut those out. Good for you. Yeah, it's 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 very difficult some days. <laughs> I mean, sugar, like sugar is like that's like the lamest thing. Like you know, I'm like the only thing that I've ever really been like addicted to has been sugar. You know, <laughs> like I haven't like I've done other drugs, you know, <laughs> and was fine with those. Like no problems, you yeah. know, could quit no problem. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that is weird. Like of all things, you know, it's. I guess it's just because it's the most readily available thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Like, cigarettes, I, I smoked on and off for a long time, uh, but I never won any. Yeah. Until I'm drinking, maybe, you know, yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, I used to, like, every now and then when I would drink, but now, like, if I even take a puff off of a cigarette, like, it'll make me throw up. Yeah, I... Oh fuck! I just bit my own tongue. Uh, uh, never, I heard uh, that. That was really and, bad. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I saying? It sounded like <laughs> you bit a piece just, of raw chicken that like <laughs> snapped my brain into a blank state. Uh, smoking um, while drinking. Oh yeah, uh, I never got addicted to cigarettes, uh, but put a piece of pizza in front of me and I can't fucking turn it down. Yeah, it's fucked up. So uh, you know what's ruined pizza for me? What? Like, the way that people are all, like, nerdy about pizza now. Are they? Yeah, like, people have, like, you know, like, you just, like, see people, like, drawing slices of pizza, and people wear little buttons with a piece of pizza on it, and they can name their band after something pizza, and it's just, like, stupid. It just, like, I, I can't enjoy pizza as much now because of that. Are you talking about Rob Zett? Who? Rob Zett? No. Oh, okay. I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, uh, well, good. Um, you guys, you want to get it, you guys, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just us. Uh, you yeah. want to get in some news? Yeah, sure. All right. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends.
Okay. Apparently, burglars are dying in chimneys. <laughs> what? <laughs> it seems there's a... Uh, I mean, I just read this one case uh-huh. uh, of this guy in California. He was going to burglarize a home. Right. And I guess he got stuck in the chimney and the family inside the home started their fireplace. Oh, God. And he just died in there. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, why would you go in through the chimney? There's nothing convenient about that. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's narrow space. You got to climb a ladder. You got to climb back up with whatever you stole. No, you can you can unlock the door from the inside, but uh. Well, then why would you go back out? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe he was he, did he. I'm sorry, I'm just jumping ahead. He just died. He just died. He yeah. just died. But uh, that's not the first time I've heard this story. I mean, it happens like every year, <laughs> every winter, somebody dies with fucking being roasted. Ugh, man. Uh, in other news, spiked bats. Found around San Francisco, chained to light posts, wow. leaving police baffled. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome, actually. It, it looks pretty cool. Uh, the picture I saw was the baseball bat uh-huh. had big, long screws yeah. drilled all the way through it. And there was like, you know, 20 of them or something like that. That's just such a cool looking weapon. It is. <laughs> and uh, it was chained to a light post, but they said they were finding them everywhere, like wow. around town. So something something some something's going down in frisco it's probably just like street art yeah know? or some prankster yeah but who knows um a dozen wooden boats did you read about this washed up onto the shores of japan with uh decomposing bodies inside wow they're thinking either they're north korean fishing boats or something i don't know they're just like are there like any wounds or anything? They wouldn't. Uh, they didn't get into it. They the article did say that some of them had been decapitated. Oh wow! Uh, like there were some some headless bodies, mm-hmm. and then there were also some heads that and the numbers didn't match up. Oh wow! So I don't know what the fuck happened. Was it more heads than bodies, or more bodies than heads? There were more heads than bodies. Oh, that's super creepy. Yeah, that's that's somehow worse. <laughs> I think there were like four deca- four bodies and nine heads. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> and there were also I think a total of like twenty corpses. Oh my god. Uh, between a dozen boats, but that's weird. From what I saw and from what I read, they were like North Korean, possibly fishing boats. Uh-huh. Uh. But they had underpowered motors to where they couldn't get past like the the uh, the shipping lanes. Like they right. couldn't they couldn't get past that current. Right. So I don't know. They said some big storm might have might have washed them off course or something. But that doesn't explain the decapitations, though. No, no, <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, I mean, a, a storm can't cut. How many know, arms does people... a cr- how many arms does a kraken have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. Ten. <laughs> One for each head. No. I don't know. It's a crazy story. Uh, hopefully more details will come out about it. But as far as I know, yeah, it's a mystery story. That is insane. Yep. It's the sea, man. <laughs> it's a fucking scary place. It is. Uh, let's see. Jill Biafra, Wayne Kramer, Mike Watt, Thurston Moore, Killer Mike, Lou Barlow, endorse Bernie Sanders for president. That's cool. That's a good story. 
No drummers on that list. Well. (laughs) (laughs) I think most drummers tend to. Who would you, what what drummers would you want to see on the list? Uh, Yeah, I don't know any drummers whose opinions I would trust. Yeah, they're kind of, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to demean any drummers or anything, but. Oh, please do. Uh, <laughs> come on man we all know the stereotype <laughs> that's and it's it's pretty close yes yeah, it's it's, it's more true than not uh let's see drums my first instrument <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of bernie sanders mm-hmm. i was reading a mother jones article today i guess it's good. and uh the let's see it was it was going through the it was going through the Republicans and the Democrats and saying, if this person was nominated, would you be more likely, less likely, or indifferent to voting in the presidential election? Yeah. The charts for Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were the same. Uh, it showed that if if Donald ran, more Republicans were less likely to vote, meaning Hillary would probably win. The Hillary chart uh, didn't really make much of a difference. I mean, it was substantial, though. Uh, right. Less people would vote. But when it came to Bernie Sanders, uh, the chart looked graphically looked the same, but it read in a different order than the other two. Right. The labeling was out of order. And it... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, you're right. It, yeah. And it said... It basically, you know, it... it it gave the information if you looked at it closely, but if you were to look at the other two and then you know briefly look over Bernie's chart, it it would it would basically read like Hillary's and say right there are more people less likely to vote when and that wasn't the case right I think I think the top number or the longest number say it said it wouldn't it wouldn't make a difference right right it was something like that it said no different I think so. We saw that shit go down with Ron Paul. Uh, when was that? Two elections ago? Yes, that would have been two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's well, that's really when I no, he ran again last time. He ran last time. I think two thousand eight was like the big kind of push, though, wasn't it? Like when he was a little more. No, I don't think so. I think oh wait, no, you're time. you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, he was really gaining ground. Yeah, two thousand twelve. That's primary. Right. That's right. And, uh, it was fucked up. Yeah. They they uh they misled. Uh, the information coming out about him, which was <laughs> unfortunate. Misinformation but. on Fox News and every other news network, it seems. True. Yeah, it's it's getting worse and worse on all sides. It's kind of disturbing. Really. Pay attention, everybody. It's mm-hmm. gonna be pretty fucked up. Pay attention and call bullshit as loud as you possibly can. Yep. Um, in science news, a black hole was was observed going bulimic on a star. <laughs> Sucking it in and blowing chunks of it out. <laughs> and that was the first time it's ever been observed. I should have written down more details, but it was last minute. And uh, <laughs> He just wanted to get his bulimia joke in there. I that's, just wanted... That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's really the whole purpose it. of that science story right there. Yeah, it's no big deal, right? <laughs> it was a good gag. Uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> gag bulimia? Pretty, I gotcha. <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. Not really, no. Yeah. <laughs> we could have just let that go. <laughs> uh, the U.S. intelligence chief blames, quote-unquote, too dumb strategy and, and Iraq war for rise of ISIS. 
Yes. That's not news no. to anybody that <laughs> followed what was going. Yeah, I mean, god damn it, people. <laughs> I I was never a student of history. Well, no, that's a lie. I was. Uh, but if you're alive today mm-hmm. and you're not paying attention, you you every person alive today should realize that they're living in historic times. Yes. Absolutely. There's never been a more technologically advanced society than, well, I can't really say that. (laughs) (laughs) I do believe in ancient civilizations. But anyway, uh, (laughs) oh, man, I got to cut that out. No. Um, No, I'm not. Um, Keep it. Having the information we have at our fingertips today, people should be consuming as much information as possible possible right well i think just i think just by nature of the world that we live in people are consuming more information whether or not they want to yeah you know it's just you can't help it if you have any sort of you know social media presence or any sort of internet presence or at all you know even if you stay away from all of that and you just go to cnn in the morning you're seeing literally more information at one time than you ever could have anywhere else Mm -hmm. and you have access to audio and access to video and access to opinion and access to comment even if you want to like just you know on anything. It's so funny uh, calling out Mother Jones on that uh, Bernie chart. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I left a comment on Facebook. Nobody even noticed it was there. Right. But just the ability to do that right. <laughs> is something you would never have had 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. But point being, this, uh, this intelligence chief, this general saying that Iraq war and... A dumb strategy uh, is the reason ISIS is around today. Nobody should be surprised about that. No. Because most people that read the internet every day were reading the internet 10 years ago or whenever. Right. You know, 15 years ago, whenever this uh, started. But I don't know what the point is to that. Just. uh... (laughs) Well, I mean, I I think that people have had access to, you know, so much information and so many different opinions. And I think a lot of people have gone back and forth on either you know side of whatever these issues are and i think they probably gained a more informed picture overall like to kind of realize that no one's really telling the truth and i think people are kind of assembling their own narratives but i think a lot of the narratives that people are assembling pretty much point to the fact that a lot of what's going on over there is just completely nonsensical and illogical and that it's more business driven than anything yeah well i don't know i don't think we're typical uh consumers of information how do you mean i mean I wish I could do my own poll and ask people, uh, do you... You can on Twitter. Do you think you know what's going on? Vote yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all subject to, you know, what your your opinion of yourself is, I guess. Like, you're you're telling me that, uh, I mean, you know someone that yells at Fox News every night. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't know what the point is to that. Well, I mean, also, like, this person is, uh... And I'm... This is not a right-wing bashing show. This happened last... Did you listen to the last episode? Uh, no, I didn't. I I, I really do not want to, to get too political on this, this show because it ostracizes people that might think differently. But this is just the way I see it. And right. I can't... I'm not trying to sway anybody or change anybody's mind. I'm just, uh... Calling it like I see it, I guess. And, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm glad we had art talk, man. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, we should do some more of that on these shows. Yeah. I'm, uh, and that was in the news. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. Ready? Three, two, one, and break. You watch on, it amazes me. People watch on Saturday night. Cops, top cops, tough cops, 911. All of these stories that are glorifying the police state and they're falling right into the manipulation. As they watch police with no search warrant, with no court order, break down people's doors, tear out their walls, rip open their mattresses. All in the name of the war on drugs. Pretty sneaky. Pretty sneaky, all right. You see them stop people on the streets. And the guy's got $400 in his pocket. They don't press, press any charges. They didn't even have any reasonable suspicion to stop the person and search him. And what do they do? They take their money. And they don't give it back. And America's watching this. And the stupid idiots, yes, you, you, stupid idiots, you sit there and watch it, not realizing that when you take away that man's freedom, you've also taken away your own. You see, because they can do the same thing to you. Just because you talk a way that they don't like you talking, or because you wear red shoes and they don't like red shoes, they can do the same thing to you. And under the new law, without a court order, without a search warrant, they can break down your door, they can rip open your mattresses, your couches, your walls, they can trash your house. All in the name of the war on drugs. And let's say they don't like the color of your shoes. All they have to do is drop a little pouch of cocaine in your living room behind your couch and find it and say, Aha! You're a drug dealer. What happens then? Now they can confiscate your house, all your possessions, all your property, all your bank accounts, all your cars, boats, vacation cottages, whatever you have, and they can auction it off within 24 hours without ever even pressing charges against you, without a court order, without due process, without just comp uh, compensation, and there's not a damn thing that you can do about it. Not a damn thing. At least right now. At least right now. And the reason you can't do a damn thing about it is because you're the one who brought it about through your stupidity. You're mentally crippled. You're operating from a position of ignorance, apathy, abdication, irresponsibility. We're losing our country, our freedoms, everything. And these are these are strong accusations of the American public. What what do you hope to accomplish by angering the very audience that you want to watch and listen to you? Go prove me wrong. Go make me the idiot. In so doing, you're going to find out what the truth is, and maybe you'll wake your <laughs> up. <laughs> and if you do, maybe we can save our country. Because I don't really care at this point whether you get mad at me or not. My country's disappearing. My freedoms are disappearing. My daughter's going to live as a slave in the New World Order if you people don't wake up and help me. So if I had a two-by-four, literally, I would smack you upside the head with it. I don't care if you get mad at me. It's beyond that state. You know, I'm willing to put my life on the line. Why would I care if you get mad at me? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people say, well, don't you feel threatened? Don't you feel like your life is in danger? Are you kidding? You're the people who sent your sons and daughters to fight an, an illegal, immoral, unjustified war in the Middle East. And that didn't bother you a bit that they might have got killed over there. And you're worried that I might get hurt or killed right here, really defending my country? Hmm. Really fighting in the defense of the Constitution? Right. And we're back. Yes. Uh, I'm ready to call it a night. How about you, Brennan? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we're, we're, we're not, we're not going to cover... The abortion shootings. <laughs> no, we're not going to cover the abortion shootings because fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't know anything about that guy. He's a fucker. Oh, okay. That, that's all you need to know. <laughs> not going to say his name because fuck him. Fuck that guy. I, I barely even remember what he looks like. 
I know he was like an old man, right? Yeah. Okay, well, you're an old man. You think like an old man. Another creepy bastard. Uh, yep okay everybody well we're out of here uh thanks lonestarbuttons.com your place for high quality low cost pin on buttons um go see stimpy you need some buttons go talk to stimpy you can contact him at info at lonestarbuttons.com or call him at 281-998-1996 tell him you want to suck in his hairy tits we could just show up at his house. He probably likes that. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Adam is a uh, NRA member, I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's it. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, Brennan? Yes? Got anything? <laughs> um, no. All right. Not a You're not thing. selling a White Crypt? Uh, no, nah, I think I'm just going to give them away. Oh, okay. Where's my copy? Uh, it's sitting at my house. You fucking douche. Well, you called me at work. I would have brought you one otherwise. You're like, <laughs> All hey, right. Come, I'll believe you this time. And I'll believe you last time. Uh, but next time, you son of a bitch. Okay, well. Yeah. Uh, Alright, gently go fuck yourselves. Bye. Bye.